Now you're very welcome back and I am joined once more by Owen McGee who will be answering your questions on Facebook Live straight after this. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I'm going to do a Facebook Live immediately afterwards. Fantastic. And Owen, of course, is our residence financial guru uh, from Prosperous Financial. How are you? I'm great, yeah. From Prosperous Financial but also of How to Be Good With Money um, which is on RTE1 which is a TV show that is going into Series 2 and we are looking for people to get involved. So if people who listen to Lunchtime Live would like to go on the show this year for Series 2 they can get in touch with money at IndiePix.com Calm. And that's the end of that plug. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. We said we would we would put questions to you from our listeners about the various uh, issues that people have and want some advice on. So let's get stuck straight in. Owen. Someone says, hi, Owen. I am in my 60s and wish to inquire about releasing equity in my house, which is mortgage free. How do I do that? So that's somebody who wants to kind of remortgage their house or re yeah. get a loan against the house. So there's a thing called an equity release loan. And actually there was a there was a storyline a couple of years ago in Coronation Street where one of these fellas was going around to all the um the elderly people in Coronation Street getting giving them loans on their houses and then killing them to get the money back off them. That was the storyline. But it's I not presume like, that doesn't happen like the, mostly. No, it doesn't happen most of the time. Unless you live on Coronation Street. But the idea here is is that maybe you retired, you have a load of equity in the house, so there's no mortgage on the house and you need some money and what they do is they give you the money and you don't make any repayments on it on a month-to-month basis which is kind of dangerous because what happens then is is the interest accumulates up every month and then you've got interest on interest and it starts to compound and it can get I met a person last week actually who did it 10 years ago and they borrowed 50,000 euros and they owe 118,000 now and we're 10 years later now the the problem more than double more than double. Now, most of these products, there was loads of them around in 2006 and 2007. Um, there's one company right now applying through the central bank to get back into this market. So, And is there an issue? Supposing this lovely person, uh, Francis, d- does this, right? They, they release some equity, I don't know, 50,000 in their mm. house. And supposing they live for another 40 years, they live for a very long time, they yeah. live to their ripe old age. Is there a possibility of that loan being worth more or, or, or being a bigger debt than the value of the house? Yeah, so generally what happens is, is the loans are kept at such a level that that won't happen because the banks, well, certainly 2006, 2007 banks who were doing this, what they did was they gave a commitment, and a legal binding commitment that the value of the loan would never be greater than the value of the house. So the estate would never have to be caught but out Presumably with it. it could wipe out the whole value of the it house. Could, it could dramatically ease into it I don't know Like, and they do keep the loans low now the advice that I gave to this lady I met last week um, and I just bumped into her at something and she was talking to me about it the advice I gave it to her is, is look it's not actually your problem it's your kids problem and what the kids can do there is, is ideally what the kids do is they give the money up front and they do it if, you could, if you've got the wherewithal to do that if you've got the finances to do that and don't go near these lenders so at the all. the kids give you a few bob and, the, and there's no interest on it and yeah. they just get the house at yeah, the end. Yeah and it's a loan and, and even if one kid can do it and say the house is worth 200,000 and you need 50 one kid now owns 25% of the house and when you pass away the other 75% is still divided by four if okay. there's four kids if Makes you know sense. what I mean. Uh, but just tread really carefully Can I just that. ask you one last question before we move on because I know there's loads of questions but what about if, if Frances has a massive pension supposing she's got a really good pension and she is able to well live within her means and could afford a small repayment could she get out a mortgage and pay it back? Well sorry she's not going to get a mortgage to repay it back but she could take this loan out and make payments on it and then you wouldn't have compounding interest on the interest you're not required to make payments but again the ones that choose. were before you can choose to make okay. payments on it on a year to year basis if you want to Alright someone says Hi Owen where should I invest 10 grand I'm risk averse and 
I don't need it for five years at least. Okay, so five years plus what you're talking about is, is you need to invest in something like a 60-40 no-brainer portfolio is what we call it. So that's 60% in buying little tiny bits of very big companies and you're going to own them and then 40% goes into things like bonds where you're giving a loan of your money to governments and companies. You can get these in any of the high street banks and sound very English there, don't I? I spent, I spent my high weekend in... Banks? Yes, I spent my weekend in London this weekend, but uh, which I did. But um, no, you can get them from any of the banks, any of the life companies and the investment houses will do them. Just be careful of charges. The most important thing, the starting point is, is that when you put your money in, you get all of it invested. What often happens is they slice 5% off the top or 3% off the top. So you put a thousand euros in and they only invest 950. And 5% is a lot of money. Yeah. yeah it could yeah. be a lot of money. So if just you've, be careful. That's what's called allocation rate. Be careful of that. That's the starting point. Someone says, Owen, oh, do you recommend serious illness cover even if somebody has life insurance and income protection already? Yes, I do. So the difference between income protection and specified illness, not serious, there was a court case last year. It's called specified illness. Um, so specified illness pays you out a lump of money if you get diagnosed with one of the specified illnesses. So if I get cancer for, sorry, yes. some kind of cancer yes, on the some list kind of cancer. Yeah. I'll get 50 grand or something. Cancer, heart attack and stroke make up 75% of the claims on specified illness cover. Females are actually mostly cancer. I think it's about 75% of female claims are cancer. 60% of male claims would be heart attacks um, or coronary of some It's a very depressing conversation. It's a great <laughs> conversation but it's really useful. The difference is and some people say oh, having protection I don't need specified illness. For example you would never get a payout on specified illness for mental health issues whereas income protection pays you a wage until you're able to go back to work and 26% of the claims on income protection are paid out for mental health issues okay, so, that so there is crossover there but there's definitely if you so can one is an both. income and one is a lump sum yes basically. exactly okay. someone says hi Owen I'm single with two kids I'm a primary school teacher I've saved 35 grand and I'm looking for a rundown house for 110,000 I want to be able to pay off my loan quickly what is the best loan for me I was looking at a teacher credit union loan but the there was an interest of 6.5% no, you need a mortgage. And why do you want to pay it down early? I'd, I'd question that. You pay it down early if you've exhausted all of the other options in terms of what you want to do with your extra money. And I mean by pension contributions and all of those other things need to be exhausted before you pay down the loan. But mortgage is the only way to go. Get the mortgage. The rate will come down to about half of what you're being quoted with the credit union. And that's just because they're taking security over it. Some of the credit unions are moving into doing mortgages where they'll take the house as security and give you um, a cheaper rate. So maybe your own credit union might be doing that. You can okay. check that one out. Uh, maybe at last brief point a yes or no Hi Owen is using equity on your house to invest in another property a good idea from John Mm, yeah what is it? So we back to 2007 again um, yeah look this is something that you really have to tread carefully with according to David McWilliams 85% of our wealth in this country is tied up in property there is lots more things to do out there with your money than just property we would have a general rule of thumb 15% of your investable assets would go into property or go into any one thing just tread carefully you could be getting yourself in deep there and you definitely need advice before you raise money on your home to go off and invest in a house ask this question of yourself would you raise money on your home to stick it into shares and then decide I feel is, hunted even is, by the question is a property the right place to put money from your home alright look thank you for that thanks as ever Owen will be back with us next Thursday and he'll be answering all of your questions directly after this on Facebook Live great text coming in and just let me hit one or two of them uh, about what should happen when you die someone says Kira, um I uh, I've lost that one it says hi Kira. in my time as a guarded driver Diver, I actually came across two urns during diving operations at the end of piers. I may get to meet you one day in the distant future. 
<laughs> that that is bad. And someone says, "Hi, Kira. The reason I don't like the idea of being buried is because I'm going to end up being buried in my husband's family plot. Meaning I'll be likely to be put on top of my parent-in-laws. There'll be no escaping them then ever. I would be for the composting, definitely. Uh, we do have a winner for uh, on today's show for uh, the fantastic prize of the Hendrick. It is Sarah Keane in County Kildare. The fifth of June is when the leaving cert will start. Uh, Moncrief is up next because we are out of time, and Ivan's going to be talking to Nora Owen a little bit later on about a topic very close to my own heart dementia do stay tuned for both of them but my thanks to today's team to uh, Quilligan Michael Quilligan on sound to Claire Darmody Emma Cawley and Kira Courtney on the team we will be back with lunchtime live and unscripted God help us tomorrow but from me Kira, have a great day thank you for listening